so we want to actually talk about drone today. Drone laws, drone ethics, drone, drone footage. Drone ethics. Yeah. yeah. This episode is brought by Dutch Courage. Dutch Courage. We went to Holland and we brought a drone with us for the first time ever. We borrowed it. We don't own a drone, mm -hmm. to be clear. Very nice of a friend of Lee's. Literally lend us like his drone and uh, we took it. And since he's a really busy person and we are also a busy person, we couldn't find a time to really meet. So it was the day of we were flying out and it was... 15 minutes before the last bus leaves. Exactly. And Five minutes away. us this like original package of this drone it has a drone drone picture of the model <laughs> has phantom whatever and it's like dji advertising like, to the world. world i have a drone first that's please like, rob me rob me right now <laughs> like you can take my drone like yeah 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 DJI is the biggest company that like has made droning very easy. DJI Phantom 4 was our the first mm. thing we flew. And I was shocked at how easy it was. It was very, very easy. Yeah, I was very impressed that they actually literally knows where you are. Actually tell you this is like which kind of zone you are in. And it'll, it literally auto locks it. You can't go over this kind of meters. And yeah. that's pretty great. Almost universally, there's different flight zones. A red zone is like a no-fly zone is like near one kilometer from an airport. Mm. Like you can never fly near airports. Yeah. So in Korea, it just like let us flew no problem. Mm -hmm. But when we were in the Netherlands, it was like you are in a restricted fly zone and then you have to like press accept. I bear full responsibility for the flying. Mm -hmm. What's the standard like in Korea? In Seoul, there's a lot of restrictions on when and where and how you can fly a drone. You have to have a license if it's going to be over 12 kilograms in weight, your drone. Mm -hmm. So can't fly one kilometer near airspace or one kilometer near like inhabited areas, 50 kilometers from public transit and from like rail lines and roadways. You can't fly over streets or over rail cars, like you're like highways and stuff. You're not supposed to drone over. And then you can't fly above a certain height. I think it's 500 meters in Korea. Mm -hmm. um, and then or it might be, might be less, might be 300 meters. Um, yeah, those are like the basic restrictions, but you're not supposed to, um, fly within five kilometers of a city that's a po certain population and if you're going to use it for commercial purpose you have to have a license and actually um filming wise you might have to have a permit to film so it makes flying in seoul very very difficult because they're very populated right mm. so even though you probably could drone in the city of seoul like you're legally not technically supposed to my concern right now was like oh where are we gonna land it really there's not much place you can land safely yeah without any trees bumping into your wire bumping into your power lines exposed yeah. and that's why it's really hard to yeah. drone in seoul i also think noise pollution is, is an acknowledged problem in the city of seoul mm -hmm. and so a drone if you fly it is actually really noisy mm -hmm. it's not like you see these beautiful like footages of like quiet going through the space but in real life a drone sounds like <laughs> 
We looked really carefully at what the drone laws were in the Netherlands. It's much less restrictive, I think, than it is in Seoul. What's interesting about the Netherlands is one of their laws is that there must be two, it's a two-pilot operation. There must be somebody whose entire job is to watch the drone as mm. it's being flown. Mm -hmm. And the drone has to be flown within your sight at all times, mm. which is different. I think in the U.S. you cannot see the drone and it's fine, but it has to be visible when you're flying in the Netherlands. This is a two-people operation. I spot the drone. He's trying to fly the drone. So I look at it and see if there's no birds. And I'm very nervous. I'm like, just bring the drone back. Bring the drone back. It's just like, I did it the other end. Good for you. One of us has some balls. Yeah, so like the visible part is really difficult because like what counts as visible, right? And who can see when it's 500 meters up in the air? Exactly. So, like, what does that count? Right? <laughs> yeah. so they have laws about how much meters you can do. And mm -hmm. I thought it was really, like, interesting because, like, the aircraft cannot fly below 400 meters. Right. So, below 400 meters is those kind of, like, mm. other flying objects as well. So, that's, like, glide gliding yeah what is gliders it yeah hang gliders and then i looked online and there's a lot of horror stories of birds crashing into yeah, it or actually airplanes and mostly it's hang gliders and birds and trees yeah. that you have to watch out for i think it's not a law that's written in like a book but like i think it's pretty clear that we are a like active war yeah. zone so i think there are few like military zones you cannot fly over yeah so true right true <laughs> one thing that's amazing is the friend that i borrowed the drone from went out to go shoot um out like a little bit yeah. like an hour outside of seoul and he said that like oh my god it went straight up in the air and then it crashed into a tree and so i was like oh my god what happened did i break your drone i'm so sorry what the hell what the hell what the hell and then he called me after the shoot and he was like we're shooting near a military base i think it was anti-drone technology with the signal yeah i thought that was so amazing i know he says like oh it's happened before no big deal i was like what <laughs> what do you mean it happened before it's no big deal <laughs> i mean right. we've heard from other people military is training eagles to take out drones which is absolute crazy talk it's crazy talk but amazing so, train your pigeon to fly the message you know? <laughs> but it's more events like training eagles to take out the drones yeah Having rented and used a drone, how has your opinion changed? What do you oh, feel? How do you think dramatically 180 percent, like 180 mm. degrees? Mm. I don't know. I don't know what I have thought about, mm. but it was much stressful. And then after, like, it, it doesn't get easier. I was, like, so stressful because, like, is there any, like, flying objects? Mm. And actually, there were. There was this, like, like a plane, you mm. remember? It was some, like some kind, kind of, of thing. We couldn't really tell what it was, but there was something. Something. And on the ground, you cannot tell if it's in the same kind of level of yeah, height. Yeah, it's so hard to tell. Or is it going to come this way? Or is it is it going down? Is it going left? You have no it's idea really of directions of your drone and this flying off and you're like maybe and i was a... like oh this is such a stress it's a such a stressful mm. stressful like experience he's pro at this and i'm like scared as <sighs> oh i have to hold my breath all the time <laughs> always <sighs> now i believe there was a moment the, we shot, we had, we tried to get some footage one day, but like we couldn't. So we went up back the next morning to do like a pickup really, really quickly. And there was like nobody there. And it was so funny because Susie was literally after 10 minutes, she's like, I can't. And she's like, 
I can't, I can't even. handle this. I can't handle. I cannot handle not seeing my troll. Like I was like, just bring it back. Just bring it back. And there's nowhere to go. So he just stomped off. And like I was like, I can't. I can't. And then came back. And was like, bring it back. Bring it back. And then whenever we're done, whenever Lee was trying to land, I was like, why are you trying to land it there? What? No, no, I'm just bring it back into the level of whatever. I'm like, no, 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 just bring it back into like, can we do like one meter? Like, why are you just trying to land it there? No, 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 I'm not trying to land it there. But like, well, I don't know where it's going. I was like, no, 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 why are you trying to do it there? Like, there's another thing that we haven't really talked about, which is called when the battery gets low, it makes the most terrifying beeping noise. Oh my. Critically low battery. Because once you get to 30%, you can't really do that much. You mm -hmm. can't push the drone battery mm -hmm. too much. So it's basically like maybe 25 minutes of flight time per battery. And like, that's it. That's it, yeah. You kind of, I would say solid 20 minutes. Yeah, driving. solid 20 minutes, five if you push it. Yeah. If you go really far, it's hard. Now I'm having to control the aircraft and I have to worry about how far it's going, what the battery is like, like is the GPS signal strong? And then you have to worry about what kind of footage am I getting? Mm -hmm. So there's flying and then also taking the picture and it's a lot harder it's than just so operating exactly yeah. and DJI if anybody the company wants you to think it's really easy. easy it's plug and play press a button go get some footage mm -hmm. and with a drone though if you only have 25 minutes of fly time like you really have to get your camera moves right you have to know what you're doing and you have to nail them yeah drone footage is beautiful because it's a very unusual angle that you can't mm. get normally but I see a lot of videos that it's like doesn't incorporate quite well as editor right how to use drone footage mm. and what's a good drone kind of um, videography there's a big difference between what you see with helicopter shots in movies and what you see with drone footage in YouTube videos professional cinematographers, when they get a drone shot, it's usually one specific shot for one specific purpose. Like, it's the opening shot of a movie, and they want to go over the landscape so that you get a sense of context of where you are. And then when you see a lot of YouTube vloggers use drones, they're like, now we're taking the drone out, and then they have a drone montage, and then done with the drone. So it's like, uh, for example, view of the Han River, and then it's like six or seven moving shots that are a view of the Han River, and then like, now we're done with droning and we're back to life. And especially if you have like a DJI, most of those cameras are 4K cameras, and then you're shooting in like a different camera, and so it doesn't mix particularly well. They don't mm. use them in a way that feels natural, so I can always tell when you're with your drone, you know? It's like, mm. it always is like very clear to me that ah, now we're in drone footage. Mm. For us, when it was the first time we're droning, we don't want to shock everybody in our audience. Our shots that we got are very steady. There's not a lot of movement because we don't do camera moves in our videos. Our videos are very static. There's a tripod and then it's us entering or leaving the frame. So we didn't want our drone footage to be suddenly all these sweeping camera moves and these pans and these tilts up. Like we're like, no, no. We want the drone footage to be pretty static because even though it's an unusual angle, it's gonna match the style that we filmed the rest of the video in and it's mm. gonna feel a lot more natural than if suddenly we switched to all this like sweeping drone footage. 
droning is like such a new area. Drone technology has come a very, very long way from where it was five years ago. This was not possible three years ago. This is why YouTubers all have drones. Mm -hmm. This is why there's tons of drone accounts on Instagram. Like, and now it's like commercially available. Lots of things had to happen to make droning mm -hmm. publicly accessible like this. The laws haven't really caught up. A lot of this technology comes very late to the private sector. And so we're not really prepared to deal with some of these things. And I think that like emergency services, like police and governments aren't particularly prepared to deal with it either. There's there's restrictions, but they all seem like pretty reasonable, restrictions. safe restrictions. Yeah. And people, I think, fly drones really stupidly, but when you actually get out there and you're using it for a video especially, there's so many things to keep track of. Mm -hmm. It's the same like surfing. If you get out there on a big wave and you don't know what you're doing, you can die. Mm -hmm. So your drone can be destroyed if you don't know what you're doing, if you run it into a tree. And that's 1600 bucks gone, and then you're not getting the footage. And also, like you can hurt other people. Asia. You can do some and damage. And exactly what happened to my sister's friend. So her and my um her and my her and my sister like, your sister and her friend was biking in Hong Kong. A uh, drone was heading towards her, and she literally dodged, but she couldn't dodge enough. Like the drone passed by her and scraped her mm. arm. Like literally, she had a cut from the drone propeller. Because those things are moving at a really high speed. You yeah. Can, they, they can make you bleed. Oh, of course. It's like okay. upset and angry. So your sister's friend got cut in the arm. Yeah. And went up to him or her. It was funny because that person was not apologetic at so all. So literally, the drone pilot was just like, what ifs? Yeah. And I was so mad at this. And my sister was telling us, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. What am I supposed to do? My sister's friend was so frustrated. And mm. like, they felt so upset, but they didn't really know what to do. I would say she was lucky. She could have heard it in her head mm -hmm. and or she got it into her eyes and mm -hmm. lost her sight. Like, I mean, she could have I'm, tried to dodge it and gone into the river and injured herself. She, any number and she of things stopped, happen. And like, literally, there might be people who was biking you know, exactly, behind, behind her, her. And there will be actually more damage than her just having a cut. First of all, a drone should not be flying at low enough to hit a biker. Exactly. So if you don't know what you're doing, you should not be flying a drone in an area like that. You can literally hurt people. It's not okay. And it's I know not okay. That's why the drone like law exists. Like, and I'm like so mad that people like it, you know, do that kind of right. stuff. It's somebody like that. Those are the people that are, make stricter enforcements. Droning irresponsibly. If people keep abusing kind of the lack of regulations, that it makes it harder for the people that really do know what they're doing or really want to do it the proper way. I think mm -hmm. it will definitely get into that stage a few years later. Uh, I, I think so I too. think it's going to be so much harder to actually fly a drone. There's more and more restrictions. Is there anything you want to tell more? Final question. If you had to buy a drone tomorrow, which one would you buy? I won't buy it. <laughs> I'll pass. <laughs> I <I'll> pass. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, even somebody says, oh, here's a drone. Like, I'll say, th no, thank you. Like, take it back. Thank you, no, thank you. Thank you, no, thank you. <laughs>